Welcome to the podcast, a spin-off of Gab with Pab, where Pab weighs in on the latest films and television. This week, I'm reviewing Nope. This is a spoiler review, so if you'd like to stay spoiler-free, click the link in this episode's show notes to be taken to my spoiler-free review. It's like a holiday when there's a new Jordan Peele horror film hitting the theaters. It's an event. And the cryptic marketing for this one has made the anticipation all the more grueling. So is the wait worth it? If you're expecting to be on the edge of your seat for the whole runtime, like the experience of us, or to profoundly explore racial themes like Get Out, you might find yourself a little disappointed. That doesn't mean these things are not there. They're just a bit more subtle, and the scares are mostly in the last act. And that isn't to say there's no depth here. Peel is exploring themes of legacy, fame, and infamy, set against the backdrop of the agoraphobia-inducing hills of Agua Dulce, California, in what is just as much black western as it is sci-fi horror. Why do we tempt fate with Mother Nature to get one perfect shot? What is it about our current obsession with documenting everything? It's about what we leave behind. It's about getting what we deserve, both figuratively and literally. There's a lot we don't know about the heavens, a lot we probably don't want to know. That doesn't mean we can avoid being on a crash course with it, and that is the terror of Nope. Nope begins with an unsettling, inexplicable cold open of a bloody chimpanzee skulking around the deserted set of a 90s sitcom after we've just heard audio indicating that he went berserk on his co-stars. Don't fuck with monkeys, y'all. We cut to the present day where O.J. Haywood, played by Daniel Kaluuya, is out on his horse ranch with his father, Otis Sr. While they're tending to a horse, they hear some screams in the sky, and suddenly some debris rains down on them. Otis falls off his horse. He dies on the way to the hospital, and we see that he had been impaled through one of his eyes by a falling nickel, and that a house key lodged into the horse he had been on. We jump forward a bit in time, and O.J. and his sister M., Kiki Palmer, have inherited their father's Hollywood horse trainer business, and they're on the set of a TV commercial with one of their horses. Naturally, the cast and crew of the commercial don't give a shit about any of the safety warnings O.J. gives them about conducting themselves around the horse. Inevitably, the horse kicks at the cast and the Haywood siblings get fired. Bad for them, good for the horse. Strapped for money, they decide to try and sell horses to one of their neighbors, Jupe, played by Stephen Yoon, who was a famous child actor and has set up a small amusement park nearby. He just happened to be one of the survivors of that chimp attack from the cold open. He tells the Haywoods a cleaned-up version of the story of his surviving the attack. We see in flashbacks that he very definitely was terrified by the attack that left some of his co-stars dead or disfigured. Dude is living on borrowed time. OJ reveals to M that Jupe offered to buy the ranch from them, but he doesn't want to because there's a history there and he'd like to carry it forward. M disagrees with that and points out that she was always promised that she'd get to train her own horse and it never happened. Later that night, they lose power at their house and their horses go crazy. OJ catches a glimpse of something in the night sky moving unnaturally. He tells M about it, and they agree that this is an opportunity for fame and fortune, so they head to Fry's to buy surveillance equipment. They meet a worker there named Angel, Brandon Perea, who convinces them to let him come to the ranch to do the installation. While there, he gets OJ to admit to him what they're really trying to film out there. M gets an idea and steals some horse statues from Jupe's Park, assuming that the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAP, OJ saw is interested in horses and they can be used for bait. With their cameras set up, they wait for an opportunity to get the UAP on camera. That night, OJ notices some weird sounds and more weird electrical issues. He thinks he comes face to face with some alien creatures in the barn, but really it's just Jupe's kids pranking him for stealing the horse statues. They let one of OJ's horses escape. When he goes to try and wrangle the horse, the UAP reveals itself, but they're unable to capture footage because a bug covers up one of the cameras. The next morning, Angel shows up and points out that there is a cloud out above the hills on the Haywood Ranch that has not moved at all this whole time. 
It must be where the UAP is hiding. M and Angel stay in the ranch house while OJ sets out to check out a new live show that Jupe is having at his amusement park. It's Jupe's first show, and it's going to be a grand revelation of the UAP to a live audience, using a horse as bait. Jupe has apparently observed the craft over the last few months and expects that within the hour it will show up. But something has pissed it off, and the craft reveals itself right away. It then proceeds to suck everyone up into the big black hole on its underside in a vortex, including Jupe and his family. This next part is my favorite. We see that the people have not been tractor beamed up into some sort of alien craft, but instead they are in the alien equivalent of an esophagus being horrifically crushed and digested. OJ discovers the desolate empty amusement park and heads back to the ranch, but it's already under attack by the creature. It tries to eat the fake horse and spits it back out onto OJ's truck along with the belongings of Jupe's audience. OJ observes that the creature won't eat you if you don't look it in the eye. He figures there must be some rules to interacting with and breaking the spirit of the creature, similar to training horses or chimps. He also figures the creature might associate things it doesn't want to eat with colorful flags like the ones that were attached to the horse statue. They enlist the help of an accomplished cinematographer named Holst, Michael Wincott, that they met on the failed commercial shoot to try and capture the creature on film. They need him because electrical devices lose function when the creature is above, so they need someone who knows how to use manual film cameras and will anticipate the shot. The group comes up with a plan to get the creature on film, now codenamed Jean Jacket after the horse that M never got to train. They set up inflatable wacky arm tube guys powered by electrical generators all over the ranch to serve as indicators of where the creature is. OJ will ride out on a horse as bait while M monitors the situation from the screen set up in the house so that Angel and Host can get the perfect shot from their camera set up on top of a hill. Everything is going according to plan until a random reporter from TMZ shows up on an electric motorcycle. OJ tries to warn him not to go in the direction of the creature, but he sets off at top speed and is flung off the bike when he comes in contact with the creature's anti-electrical field. Against his better judgment, OJ tries to save the TMZ guy, but it's no use. Everyone gets separated. Angel almost gets killed. Holst decides for some reason to let Jean Jacket eat him. I don't know. It's all up to OJ and M. They head in opposite directions, OJ on horseback and M on the TMZ motorcycle. It looks like OJ is in real danger as Jean Jacket reveals its final form and it's totally an angel from Neon Genesis Evangelion. M safely arrives at the amusement park and releases a big inflatable balloon directly above a wishing well photo op that takes photos from below, looking up at the sky. Jean Jacket eats the balloon and straight up explodes. M snaps a picture of it. Just then, news media arrives, and M sees OJ in the distance, triumphant on horseback. They did it. Nope takes its inspiration quite obviously from films like Jaws and Close Encounters, reveling in spectacle. This is a film that I anticipate will give younger generations some hesitation when they look up at the sky. One that will stay with them the next time they see an unusual cloud. And as we see more and more reported incidents of unidentified aerial phenomena, formerly UFOs, this film will stay relevant. There's a quality to this film that I think is a bit more measured and mature than Peel's previous outings. It's taking some subtle cues from Spielberg and dwelling on telling a family story, rather than just constantly trying to scare the shit out of you. While I think this might be Peel's weakest, least gripping horror film to date, that still leaves it a cut above what most other directors are putting out there right now. I give Nope 4 out of 5 pabs. You've been listening to the podcast. You can expect new reviews when new blockbusters or horror films hit the theaters. And let me know on social what films you'd like to hear me talk about at Pabably. That's P-A-B-A-B-L-Y. Thanks for listening.